Hello and welcome to another episode of The Vinyl Collective, your weekly journal on the hip-hop R&B landscape. I'm your host, John. And I'm your co-host, Sopper. Yes, that you hear it right. He is back. Uh, we haven't back. broken up just yet. We're not sick of each other just yet. You know, we're doing the best we can. But, um, you know, funny enough, it's titled episode 76 because one of my favourite teams in the NBA, of course, is the Philadelphia 76ers. Because, um, yeah, the much I, you know, I can't, you know, I actually looked this up today, right? Because one thing I can't stand in the NBA is their transfer window. It's like, you'll see one guy, he's playing for like Cleveland. Next week, he's in like a Lakers jersey. He's like, what the fuck? Like, how long is this transfer window? So I looked it up. The transfer window for the NBA lasts all the way up into the All-Star game. That's the way, how long that is. long as hell. What the fuck are you talking about? So someone can literally just walk in, like 60% of the league is done. Be like, oh, yeah, I want a ring, mate. Like, that is actually ridiculous. Like, yeah, as you can tell, not a big fan of James Harden. I think he's a bit overrated. And I think he's a bit of a bitch, to be honest. But yeah, welcome to episode 76. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well, thank you. Yes. Back, back in the back in the saddle. But mm-hmm. before we before we even start, you know, before we get into the spotlight series and all the new new releases and stuff, um, as you would have seen today's episodes, um, gonna gonna be giving out a Grammy that they didn't give out at the uh, at the awards on Sunday. Uh, okay. This is to uh, to Mister Tope Sadiq as a, as this year's clutch host, uh, obviously <laughs> due to due to unforeseen circumstances, a minor injury. Um, I was unable to obviously attend last week's episode. So seventy five. So you know, top eight at the reins delivered a great review. So um, yeah, do you want to come up here and uh, collect? Yeah, that might be the insert, nicest shit you've ever applause. said to me. Like, <laughs> you know what? You know, I just did what I had to do, right? Like you know, I, in, in in that sense, John, you can say I'm quite stoic. I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just let's just get on with it. Like it's just me myself and I'll just do it. Or maybe that maybe that's just me being egotistical as fuck. But I'm just like, you know what? I, I don't even need John. I don't even need to cancel. Let's just do it. But I will say though. Actually, no, I won't say that. Actually, it will be probably wrong if I say that. But um, no, it My was a good time. My presence was missed. My, your presence was missed. I think that's the best way to put it. So, um, yeah, I mean, as John mentioned, right, subscribe to the Vinyl Collective on any platform you're listening on. This is still the two of us. Um, Vinyl Collective on Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen on. Our social medias, Vinyl Collective Pod on Instagram, TVC Pod on Twitter. Um, right, so I'm going to go straight into it. There's actually a lot to go through, and I think we've got the time. I don't care. I'm going to. There's going to be so many tangents, so many rants today. You you won't believe. And I'm going to be here to rein him in. As he no, he definitely won't. He definitely won't. He definitely because he missed it. And you know what? I deserve it because I didn't get to go on any rants last week. So I'm like two weeks booked. But um, before we do that, of course, we have our weekly, our coveted. No one can do it like us, to be honest. The Spotlight Series playlist. And no, it's not one of those things where you hear someone you never heard and you're like, oh my gosh, they're so sick. Even though their harmonies are shit, their lyrics are shit, <laughs> the beat is shit. It's like, oh, it's just someone I've never heard of. So I just want to be the first. It's like, no, we're not that type of people, actually. We actually just you do give you competent artists that we think art can actually go somewhere. Um, so this week... <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me today. But this week we have um, Amindi. So obviously we all came across Amindi from um, Isaiah Rashad's The House Is Burning. But to be honest, I didn't go to to that album that much. So I heard Amindi outside of that album um, earlier on this year. Oh, she's pretty cool. What track it was she was on? She was on All Herb. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, So I heard a song of hers. I think it might have been Telly or... um, 
one of the songs on a nice EP. And I was like, oh, this girl's pretty cool. And then I saw, I was like, mm. oh, okay, cool. Um, so I looked, delved in more into her. So she's like, you know, most people from California, you know, where dreams go to live and die. Um, so she only dropped her first EP, literally, I think two days after the house is burning dropped. It's called Nice. Um, I'm getting the vibe. I'm guessing she's quite um, sexually fluid, as you can tell from maybe some of the art. But um, yeah, this EP kind of talks about a lot of things in terms of like, accepting who she is, hmm. accepting kind of the mistakes she's made, accepting like the type of life she has or the type of parental relationship she has and stuff like that. So I thought she was really cool. Um, definitely gonna check her out. The two songs I have is Slideshow um, and there was what, Pine and Ginger. That won't be on the Spotify because uh, copyright, uh, whatever thing. People really need to keep on tabs with that. Like we speak to our peers and we're like, do you guys actually look into this they're like no we don't i'm like all right cool good luck see you in five years and like do you know what I mean like you can't be playing with that but at least it's just spot off um, instagram right and they handled it but um yeah pan and ginger and slideshow check out the whole ep it's only like 19 minutes um and she's really good she has various different styles to her as well i think she's quite interesting but um yeah have you come across her before i hadn't i mean other than the album uh the isaiah rashad album i haven't heard i know um mm-hmm. so that would definitely be going on my list cool um, yeah, it's right. a long, it's a long list because I feel like we've been yeah. inundated with releases the last few weeks. So, um, yes, yeah. and if you go, up. if you go on Spotify, they also say fans also like uh, Amaria, mm. which John had, uh, I think, a month and a half ago. So, so yeah. you know, check that out if you liked the one John picked. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take this one before John gets into it, and you know, John does his thing where he goes through the releases, and he's like, "Oh, I haven't listened to this one. What do you think?" Before we even do all of that, because I kind of saved it for this. I'd even told John I was going to do this only because I don't care to do it anywhere else. Like, I know I'm being a bit grumpy here, but you know, it's something to kind of bridge the gap between the UK and American listeners, right? So last week, John, there must have been a tweet that's all. It went pretty viral. And you know, funny enough, it actually is on course for the episode that we're doing today. So it was like over the past few years, something like that, which UK albums should have got like a Grammy nomination oh, or something okay. like this. Yeah. 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 And, of course, like, a lot of people were doing their replies and all that stuff. Some of them were pretty reasonable. Some of them were, you know, fine. But then one album I kept seeing was um, Hoodies All Summer by Kano. Oh, so, obviously, Kano, if, you know, for the American guys, it's, it's just Sully from Top Boy. <laughs> for the UK guys, he's a grime legend, right? Legendary rapper, legendary MC. Um, which most people, I mean, that's not, no, it's not really much of a debate at this point. Guys, like, 18, 20 years deep. That's not the problem, right? The problem I felt was it kind of just, it kind of just reinforced this thing I keep seeing about this album, which came out a few years ago. And people hold it in high regard. I, I, I think it's a pretty good album. I do think it's a pretty good album. But overall, I was like, damn, so everyone really just thinks this album is like super, super special. And I was like, it doesn't really make sense to me. So I put out a tweet, right, where I said, Oh, Hoodies All Summer has to be the most overrated UK hip-hop album in the last five years. And man, people lost their shit. People lost their whole shit. People couldn't... You would have thought I said, like, you know, Doja Cat is actually a robot. It's not true. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't... People just, like... And and the thing is, this is one thing I love about the Vinyl Collective, right? People were just reacted. No one actually told me why I was wrong. No one actually said, oh, that's not true because of this. Or no one said, oh, actually, why do you think that? On what kind, on what basis? Everyone just said, you're out of your mind. You're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. Um, but I stood my ground. I 
stood I stood my ground. And I stood, I do genuinely believe this album is fucking over as a shit, John. And correct me if I'm wrong, John. But I want to listen to this album. I'm like, yeah, it's good. But like, why are you not acting like it's good kid Mad City? Like, relax. It's all right. Like, it's a decent, solid body of work. I had to expect from Kano. But people are acting like there's not a single thing you could pick apart about this album, which definitely is not true. So I'm setting the stage here. What do you think, John? Am I, am I you know, talking shit? Like, what do you think? Uh, I think... I think on some level we agree, right? Because mm. we both put a number of, we both put at least two albums from the UK above it that year. Mm-hmm. One being FK Magdalene, which I guarantee you 99% of people who said, oh, that's the best, Kano, Kano undisputed best album of that year. They've not listened to Magdalene. I guarantee you. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, second of all, uh, and if they have, they probably don't know what it's about. Uh, and second of all, uh, Little Sims Grey Area mm-hmm. is, I mean, we've put our case out there. There's a whole episode. Go check it out. It's our second episode. Um, we're also very happy to debate you in group chats all the time about <laughs> it. And we'll give you points. We'll give you mm. P, we'll give you P point evidence explanation. Mm-hmm. And very rarely we hit, we hear the same back. Um, yeah. and thirdly, um, it was a great album. I thought it was a really good album. I'd probably rate it a bit higher than you do. Um, mm. But with that, I'm not going to lose my mind over it because there were better albums even that year. There have been better albums since and there were better albums before. This um, is why I don't so understand. Going back, yeah. Yeah, so going back to the Oscar thing, right? Mm-hmm. I put I put it... Grammy as, thing, I put Grammy like, thing. Grammy, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I put like four albums there. I think I said Grey Area, Simbi, um, Magdalene. I don't know if I also said it, but I would have said Kanichiwa. All of those albums above mm-hmm. Hoodies or Summer. Because if you think of GOAT UK albums from the last decades, like... There are at least four or five that I'd put above that. Um, That's the problem, right? Because people legit think it's yeah. like a GOAT UK album. Like, what are you not hearing? Like, to me, okay. And the thing is, like, I hold the album in high regard. I put it, like, fifth. Like, people had to... And I, and I retweeted it on purpose because I had a tweet from 2019. Like, it's not like I just made it up. I'm not I'm not backtracking. I took a tweet from December 2019. I said, yeah, Hoodie or Summer was, like, my fifth favourite. Mm. So it was just below... I think it was just below Magdalene. Yeah. And just above, like, The Lost Boy. So, it's pretty fucking good. Like, there's a lot of good albums that year. 2019 was a good fucking year. I said, my problem is, if I put it against the best of the best, it's not going to hold up. Only yeah. because when you're dealing with the best of the best, they don't have the mistakes that an 8 out of 10 album is going to have. It's not going to have, like, a dead beat like Pan Fry. It's not going to have, like, a lazy subject matter, like, got my brandy, got my beats. They're not going to have those. So, when I say stuff, again, here comes the other people like, oh, you're just so far up. Little Sims is asked, can you even see the light? Like, people are always going to do that thing with us, right? All I said to people was, what is it about Hoodies or Summer that exceeds, this is the question, mm. that exceeds Grey Area? They have, they share a lot of the qualities. Yeah. I'm saying, what part of Hoodies or Summer exceeds Grey Area? If you can debate that, then cool, you can put it over it. But no yeah. one actually does that. People just say, you're just yeah, out no of your mind. Um, and that's the one that, yeah. So I just wanted to kind of check with you, just to make sure I'm not crazy. So I, I think... Maybe the word overrated is kind of triggering people because I'm saying overrated in the sense that I don't think it's a GOAT UK album. If someone said it wasn't a good album, obviously that's that's bullshit. But in terms of GOAT, it's not Good Kid Man City, boy. Because here's the, here's the test, right? If I said, which one's better? Uh, Hoodies or Summer or Good Kid Man City? Most people say Good Kid Man City. Yes. Hey, wait, but you think Hoodies or Summer is a perfect album? Oh, yeah, I do. So what does that make Good Kid Man City? What, 11 out of 10? Even though there's probably an album that Kendrick Lamar has that's even better than Good Kid Man City. So it's like, how is your scale even working? And, no, and you know the easiest thing they're going to say, John, is, 
Oh, but it's subjective to the person. I don't give a fuck, mate. I don't work on that scale. <laughs> I work on a scale against the whole field because that's how I rate things. Mm. But, but maybe, um, but maybe it's yeah. a ten for Kano and not a ten. No, just, oh, let's, not go down, let's, let's not go there. Let's not go there. funny. That's all. actually DM'd me and said it's not even Kano's best album, and I was like, fair enough. I can actually see the argument for that. They DM'd me. They didn't them. reply about it. Um, yeah, no, of course not. Because people don't want that smoke. That's why I'll take it. I'll take. The, I'll take the hits. I don't really give a fuck. But um, one, I'm not going to engage a conversation with you. Like, if you're not going to come to me with reasonable stuff, I'm not, not going to engage. But you can come at me if you want. But people are like, yeah, like I, I kind of see what you're saying. Like, Maiden Manor has this, that. Like, I think it's a lot more debatable compared to mm. other yeah. albums. Like, Kenichiwa will be like, it makes even the, even if you said, oh, you know what, the mainstream appeal of Kenichiwa is so high, it at least mm. needs a recognition. That's more than enough justification that hoodies all summer. To be honest, if we're being so real about it, this is the last thing I'll say. If we're being real about it, it's really just a boomer version of psychodrama. If you really think about the subject matter and stuff like that, it is just a boomer psychodrama. It's just done better. Done That's much all. better. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. I think my last point will be, um, I guess people at home that maybe aren't as familiar with this album, I guess the the concept of like when you're debating mm-hmm. these types of topics, specifically around music and you're debating with people... Mm-hmm. Who are like, oh no, you're just wrong, blah blah blah. Like <laughs> it this isn't again blowing smoke up our own asses or mm. your ass if you're like, Oh, I relate to this. But mm-hmm. it's very different. A lot of people are just like, No, you're wrong. This is the best album yeah. of the year. It kind of comes down to if I've listened to 70, 80 albums this year, <laughs> this me giving it number three okay. in the UK is very high praise. Yeah. If you listen to 10 UK albums this year and you put Kane at number one, I don't know. I don't really want to hear it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that's you know I mean? yeah. No, okay. No, 100% okay. I think, I think that's the thing people underestimate. They think like five is like a diss or whatever, mm. which we'll get into the Grammy stuff with the nominations. But yeah, that's what I'm yeah. going to say for it for the time being. But yeah, there's a lot of, let's just say there's a lot of background and context to giving it number three. Because again, we're not like, you're not debating people on, same as if I'm like disagreeing with like, uh, you know, a big time music reviewer, they probably listen to twice as much music as I do. It doesn't make them right, Mm -hmm. but it does give some context to why they're Mm -hmm. putting it at a certain number. Um, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we listen to a lot. New releases, are you going to, you going to let me get into it or are you going to take the reins? No, I'll do your thing. Do your thing. All right. I'm going to start with, uh, with uh, Kalani. Okay. Um, TVC's favorite R&B singer, um, <laughs> with her new release "Up at Night," okay. featuring Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Kalani is possibly. I don't think I said go. this before. There we go. It's cooking. You see I it. I think there you she go. is maybe the most boring R&B singer of our generation. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there for people that really like her. Um, if you do like her, feel free to explain to me what it is about her. Um, because it's certainly not her voice, because she doesn't have a top tier voice. Um, it's probably not her songwriting, uh, because I've had a look at the lyrics for a lot of her songs, and oh, it's pretty, like, it's key stage two. Um, and, I mean, other than that, like, beat selection, music, instrumentation, her music is not very interesting either. Um, yeah, I mean, when I first started listening to it, or first kind of came across, I was like, oh, this is like a budget <coughs> generic. Like, yeah, I see that. I see that angle actually. Um, so yeah, no, wasn't about this song. Very boring. I don't, I don't fucking get it actually. I because you know, um, in twenty twenty when we did our list, and a lot of people had her album 
on like oh, the album. Yeah, stop it. I swear to God, um, it was a, it was good until it wasn't. Yeah. Um, shout out to the one with her, like doing the in the garden. Yeah. yeah, there you go. And um, and I was like, okay, cool. Like, because I think people always bang on about Kalani. And I listened to this song. I was like, you know what? Cool. Let me let me tap in, right? And I was like, I don't see it at all. Like, she. I thought you were gonna say she was the most overrated, and I think that actually might be true. Like, she actually might be one of the most overblown R and B acts we have in our generation at the moment. Because I don't know if I've yeah. ever heard Kalani on any cut of any song I've ever heard Kalani on, and thought, oh my gosh, you know, Kalani just stole the show. She made like, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah she just. Feature. Yeah. What a great feature. What a great. So I've never felt this way about Kalani. Not once. I mm-hmm. think it's Kalani's appeal outside of music that kind of makes um, Kalani stands go crazy. Kind of like Normani. Yes, I said it, guys. Normani isn't that lit. Like, fuck me. Someone just drops a single every year and you lot go crazy. Kalani, Kalani and Normani are both good-looking people. Fair enough. But I think they both appeal to um, a wider audience, especially the LGBT community, which is great. I'm all for that. Yeah. But when it comes... We're talking about the songs here. We always come back to the songs here at the Vine Collective. This song is so... Boring. It's like literally. Is is if I put like uh, if there was such thing as like an R and B song generator, this is what would come out. This is what would come out. Like that's just how I feel about it. Like yeah, song is just yeah. I don't really get it with Kalani. I don't know what it is about her that makes people like her, unless it's just background music. Yeah, I mean, I know a a guest that we had on the podcast, uh, who was Rochelle. She is a big fan, I think, of um. Of Kalani, but so is um Paula, um also known as narcography. She's a big really, fan. yeah, yeah. I mean, I need to hear what it is about. Them. <laughs> I don't really I get think it. We might need to uh, uh send them a snippet. Let them know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. Well, that's that's kind of summarized. If you you know if you obviously you come to us for advice, don't you? That's why you're yeah, listening right now. Yeah, of course. Um. <laughs> but yeah, we do not recommend you go listen to it. Mm. Uh. <laughs> let's go over to Joiner Lucas. Again, another another TVC fan favorite. Oh my god! So wait, uh, let me just let me just say this right because <laughs> I feel like it was so ironic that April Fool's Day was on a Friday because mm. some of the songs that have come out this week have just been fucking jokes. Sorry, continue. I just thought I was funny to point Dreadful. out. I oh yeah, I mean yeah. Um, he's released a song called "Yay Not Crazy," um, and he tweeted when he was releasing this. He said. I created hashtag Yo Not Crazy after I watched the Genius documentary. Probably the dopest shit I've ever seen. You've ever seen? He's ever okay. seen. Okay. All right. Continue. And he thought, I'm going to create this song in homage to uh, to Ye. <laughs> um, and let everyone know that he's not crazy. He's a genius. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for, I'm not going to lie. I think for Joyner Lucas, this is quite a, um, quite a, an abstract this is very this is a really creative idea for him um and i think it really I feel like pushes beyond that goes beyond the envelope um okay it's, it's his it might be his you know his most creative and daring song yet um because usually it's very boring it's not really based on 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 anything it's usually just a load of crap but anyway the song itself um I think the messaging is kind of wild because <laughs> yes, Kanye is a musical um, production creative in some sense genius because mm-hmm. the kind of uh, output that he has speaks for itself. We all know yeah, this. We, yeah, I don't yeah. think we needed to watch the documentary uh, to be... Yeah. Especially as a rapper. 
to be, yeah, to be called Mrs. <laughs> yes, Doubtfire. Yeah. Um, so therefore, yeah, don't think we needed the song. Um, but the song's messaging is like, yeah, not crazy. I mean, he he is. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, like, yes, like A, he's suffering from clearly mental illness and has done for the last decade. You didn't start off with that, did you? You didn't start off with that. He's just like, yeah, he is actually. He's just fucking crazy. Um, and B, right. I mean, a lot of his behavior recently, whether or not directly a result of um, his mental illness, is crazy behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. Sorry. Sorry, Joy. Sorry, Joy. No, I'm not, I'm not with you on that. Oh, you are so funny. And, and I know this is, like, I know you're not meant to put artists in the box and all that stuff. But every time I listen to a Joyner Lucas song, I'm like, your breakout single was, I'm not racist. Like, I still, it still doesn't compute sometimes. Like, yeah. I'm, again, I'm not saying he's not allowed to make music like this. He is perfectly allowed to make music like this. I always just find it so funny. But I just feel like the title feels like a bait. Like, the song isn't really even that much about Kanye. It feels more that he's kind of, yeah, it's like, oh, he's talking about a lot of shit. This has got nothing to do with mental yeah. health. It's got, it's got nothing to do either yeah. with his perspective on Kanye or mental health or his own parallels to his own life. There's, it's not, yeah. there's not a lot that's touching on it. A lot of it is kind of like how rich he is, the women he's fucking, the money he's getting. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, doesn't, yeah, or like, he had a couple lines, I can't lie. The rapping and the beat is actually pretty decent. Like, I can't lie. The song is actually yeah. quite fun to listen to. I'm, I'm not even going to fight there. The rapping speed was quite impressive. Like, yeah, it was, it was the, really cool. The flows are kind of cool, but <clears> it, just... It just felt all over the place. Like, he'd be talking about, like, guy. I don't know, getting head or fucking a girl. He'd be like, oh, yeah, but but yeah, not crazy. It's like, well, <laughs> what's the point? Like, we're talking about two different things here. Um, yeah, there's a nice line where he's like, um, how do you spell pay me, IRS? That, well, that was quite cool. That, that's a nice line. But, um, yeah, I just felt like the, the title was bait because a lot of it isn't about Kanye to, for yeah. the most part. It's like 80% of it is not about Kanye, if not higher. Um, and it's not like he's even given his own perspective that much. It just feels like he's talking a lot of stuff and he's basically like, oh, because I'm, you know, into the vices of things, Ye can't be crazy. And it's like, that's yeah. pretty lazy, actually. So, yeah, that's how I feel about it. There we go. Another song that we do not recommend. <laughs> um but there we go. Uh, in other news, we've had a new release, which is um, uh, Rose Street, sorry, from Vince Staples, um, which we kind of heard. And then shortly after, he was like, you know what? Uh, this is obviously coming. Wait, this is no, this is the second preview, right? But the second first single. single. So the first single was Magic. and then Magic, was, sorry, yeah. yeah the yeah. second yeah. single from um, Ramona Park broke my heart, uh, which is actually dropping tomorrow you guys listening to this now maybe you're already listening album's already out if you're listening when it dropped the album will be released on friday the 8th of april um so yeah obviously you're just saying i forgot but magic was released last month um and now rose street is the second single um yeah had a short video with it as well um which vince staples is in obviously he kind of likes being in his own videos which is cool um and yeah I'm excited. I'm very yeah. excited. I'm Better than magic, very then. excited. Uh, ooh, yes. Okay. I think so. It, oh, it may be very excited for this new album. Because the new album is going to be very... I mean, maybe the, sh- the song is going to be really short, but 16 tracks. Yeah. I was going to I was gonna ask about you. Like, yeah, what do you think about that? Like, it's 16 twice tracks. as long as um, the self-titled if you take out the skits. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I hope... Yeah, obviously, when you look at this, I'm assuming some of these might be some little skits, like... Mm. Um, 
but yeah, it's got me super excited. I'm not gonna okay, lie. Yeah, yeah. 18 mm-hmm. tracks. Oh, 16 tracks, sorry, split into two. So I don't know if that's kind of a, mm. might be like a... Vinyl thing, could be. Yeah. yeah. Um, some names of the songs on here. We've got A, Free the Homies, DJ mm. Quick, mm-hmm. uh, When Sparks Fly, East mm. Point Pray, Prayer, The Spirit of Monster Cody. Oh, yeah, I feel like we're in for a, for a Vince classic. I think, I think, I know the self-titled last year was really mm. good, but if we get like a full... Excuse me, like a 30, 40 minute, like full length Vince. Oof. It's been a long yeah. time. He hasn't done has. he hasn't done that since Summertime or Six. So mm. yeah, um, yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm right up there with you. This might be one of my favourite singles this year. Um, I can't lie. Um this song is so fucking catchy. This song's funny, it's witty. Yep. Um yeah, it's got me yeah, I literally have my notes, it's got me very excited for Ramona Park Broke My Heart. Cause you know sometimes artists say that, like, oh I'm dropping an album next year, and they kinda lie and they don't do it. I'm actually happy he's actually doing this shit. Like, because I feel like because he's, his albums are so short, like, it's good mm. to get more content from him. Yeah. But yeah, no, I am all in. I'm sorry. I'm all in on the Vince Staples hype. Like, he hasn't really missed over the last couple of years. Mm. Um, she'd be lying to my face, so I hear it from the back. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, like, the beat mm. works. I mean, the beat works more than magic, to be honest. Mm. Also, I, have, I think the vibe is definitely going to be a lot more up-tempo than Vince Staples which again I'm here for he seems to be working and he seems that he's more energetic than Vince Staples yeah. which again I am all here for um yeah I just want to see what he's going to talk about man yeah, yeah two for two not many she's singles like, she's yeah. uh she says she's in love what's that trust mm. what's that us what's that I'm married <laughs> to the gang don't be playing games so catchy that's, a, that's one of the catchiest catchy. looks yeah, chorus. Chorus. That was yeah cool. So uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited, man. Super excited. Shout out to Vince, man. It's fair. Yeah, he's he's on a little run. He's on a little run. He is. Yeah. Um, in other news, we have another another fucking single from Freddie Gibbs, <laughs> uh, "Ice Cream," featuring Rick Ross. Um, I need at this point stop it with the new songs and <laughs> okay. just give us a date. Give us yeah. Uh, yeah something concrete to work with because he's obviously touring at the moment. Um, yeah, yes. he was um, in London last week. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm assuming that, you know, he's not kind of releasing it whilst he's abroad. Yeah. Which suggests that he's probably going to go back and work on the album a bit more. Or mm-hmm. is he going back and just pressing pressing send? I don't know. Who knows? Um, I don't know. Uh, the single itself, I liked it. I don't okay. know how I felt about the Rick Ross. I need to, I've only listened to it once or twice. So I need to go back on it again. Um, but wasn't my favorite Rick Ross feature. I'll say that. Rick Cross has never loved at any party. It's like, yeah, we like you, but we don't know about you. Like, every time, like every time Rick Cross is on a song, it's like, yeah, the song was good, but I'm not sure where you fit into this. People do the same shit with um, <laughs> Conway's album. It's like mm. every time. Like, I get it though. I 100% get it. But I will say, this song goes fucking hard, man. Um, mm. Yeah, I love this song. Again, this is a really good single. Um, Got Brick, Shaq Free Throw. All night said hard white, P Minutes in a dicky suit. Like he had Freddie Gibbs had some nice lines. I don't think he I think Rick Ross didn't really mm-hmm. keep up in that sense. So I, yeah. I get it. But um I think because the song's quite short anyway, so it's like, okay, cool, I got enough from both sides, but I don't feel like one was completely dominating the other. But yeah, I think at this point now Yeah. There's been a lot of singles. I think at this point now it's just was it soul yeah. sold separately? I feel like we just need a, a date and yeah, get on yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, but but the beat lights, it was a sample yeah. from Raekwon, I think. Oh, was it? Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, not bad. It, there was a video as well with it. People want to check oh, it out. Oh, yeah. Um, I know Toppe himself is not into 
No, it's just like it doesn't it doesn't really do much for me. But yeah, no, um, no, definitely go check it out. Really good song. Really good yeah. song. Um, cool. And a few more releases. Uh, we're gonna go through these a little bit more quickly. Uh, LMI, LMA, uh, Leave You Alone. Next single is. You say it's a good song. Good song. Yeah, it is it's better a than the first single. I like the first single. She has a nice voice. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Doesn't always necessarily do it for me, but um, mm. I feel like this one was maybe a little bit more catchy. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. She's 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 got her niche. She's got her her style of song. She's going with it. Um, she seems like she's coming home. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It seems like she's trying to be more and more British. Because she's I been know away. Bit... She's been in the US. She's been away for a long time. Yeah. Long time. Four years now. Mm. I think this is the first single. Am I going crazy? Well, she had I another song, person. right? Is that not a single? Oh, no, she did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. DFMU. I haven't heard yeah. that. Sorry, my bad. You're absolutely right. Mm. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. What was it called? D- what, the first one or this one? No. Um, oh, yeah. DMF. DFMU. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Don't fuck me up, I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 And then obviously okay. leave you alone. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's been... Well, her last... It's been a long time. Yeah, the album was 2018. Yeah. So yeah, it's been, it's been a hell of a long time. But you're right. She's she's come back. She's come back to London. She's uh, mm-hmm. she's embracing her people again. Giving me big Mahalia vibes mm. in this one. Yeah. Interesting. And you're looking forward to her album, aren't you? Mahalia's. Well, Mahalia, yeah, 100%. I think Mahalia's low-key like a sleeper OP, like pick for this year if you're talking about album of the year. Because she hasn't, yeah, she hasn't missed. And obviously it's been a long time for her as well. It's been like a... Two and a half years now, but yeah, mm. I think Mahida singles have been Mahida singles, sorry, have been really solid. Yeah. But yeah, no, I like this yeah. one. I'm again like you. I'm not super hot on anime like that because especially the first album, it felt a bit uh, pretentious because mm. I know she's not American. Also, I know yeah. she's lived there for a long time, so whatever. But mm. um, no, I fuck with this one. Yeah, I fuck with this one. Yeah, it's um, catchy hook, good production as well. Yeah, as well. final single uh, of the of the week. I've not heard it myself, so I'm gonna have to hand over to you on this one. Um, it is City Girls. Um, mm. by uh, top is it by top notch? No, top notch. Top by notch City by City Girls. Sorry, mm-hmm. um, featuring Fivio Foreign. Um, yeah, haven't heard this single. So, yeah, what were your thoughts on this one? Uh, really good song. Really good song. I can't lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is actually a banger. I was I was actually was quite surprised um how good the song was. Uh, Young Miami was rapping really well. The intro, JT was rapping. She they, they kind of um open and close the song. Really good. Five year old is his type of beat. When mm. you hear it, you know it's like a five year old forward type yeah. beat. Um, but yeah, they're talking this shit. The rapping is really solid. No, I actually, I actually really fuck with this song. It's actually a really good song. You should check it out. Um, there's one more single that I want to quickly mention. Obviously, yeah. uh, Lupe Fiasco's back. Mm. Uh, Hundreds of Chicago's. Uh, have you? You haven't heard this one, I'm assuming. I've heard. I have heard it. I've yeah. heard it. Yes. Um, okay. But I don't know if I have enough of an opinion on it yet. Oh, okay, fair. I mean, I just, a homage right is, to, to, to Chicago and growing up there. But um, Okay, yeah. No, I was gonna, my question to you was going to be, have you heard, because again, I don't remember every Lupe album, but have you heard Lupe rap like this before? It felt a bit different to me. I don't know if you got that vibe. I don't know. Uh, I can't say I agree there. I'm not sure. Okay, cool. Fair enough. But yeah, it's a cool song. I won't, you know, permit it or dismiss it, but... It's there. It's cool. Yeah. That's, that's it, really. That's a, that says a lot. That says a lot about how we feel about Lupe right now. I don't know. <laughs> no, I like, I fuck with Lupe, but it's just, yeah, the song's cool. Yeah. It's, it's a cool song. Yeah, it's cool. A little Nas shout cool. out in there. A couple of cool lines. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that, that last hour was actually fucking sick. Yeah. I can't know. Yeah. The wordplay is never going to miss with Luke. No, that's true. Um, mm. I can't remember what he said. Something about like Nas coming through. Um, He's like, basically, I think he said speaking in Nas lyrics and said like speaking in tongues. Yeah, like, yeah. Nas, yeah. Yeah, the metaphor. I was like, that's pretty fucking sick. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. And then, obviously, the one project that we thought was going to be April Fool's, but it was actually real, um, was <laughs> the mixtape um, from the boys over at Dreamfield. <laughs> I actually forgot about this. Fuck me. And the thing is, I've told you, but I was like, this this surely has to be April Fool's. Like, yeah. from the cover and everything, I was like, because even how Ari Lennox looks looking hard as fuck, I was like, this, this definitely is definitely a lie. April Fool's. And it was actually real. And the thing is, the reason why, I think I think they, they must have known this only because they had to drop it that the afternoon before so they dropped it actually March 31st yeah. only because if they dropped it on April no one would take this shit seriously mm. and I think it would actually stain what people thought about yeah. this no, I've given it a listen I've given it a listen um, I don't think there's anything to write home about which I get um, I was excited to see Kenny Mason uh, on the intro yes, obviously yes. I, f- I fuck with Kenny Mason very heavy yeah, yeah. Um, but it's cool um, it's, it's not anything I know a lot of people are hyping it up as they do with every fucking Dreamville album I think it's cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. I don't think it's... I don't know. Maybe I need to say a bit more, but I don't... There wasn't that many songs where I thought... Yeah. Actually, to be fair, the song that J. Cole's on, Freedom of Speech, that song is really fucking good. I can't even front. That song is very good. Um, But yeah, a couple take-homes. It feels like a... It, it feels like it is what it is. Like it's a... We're on tour. We need a couple songs to hype up the crowd. Yeah. Here you go. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I thought there was some good rapping. I think it was from mm-hmm. Cos... <laughs> oh yeah Cos I thought there was some good yeah, yeah. from him on there um, mm-hmm. I can't remember whether it was starting five I think starting Star five yeah. Song. yeah that's a um, good song Hair Salon was okay had Reason mm-hmm. on there um, yeah like oh yeah of course like I was saying Freedom of Speech was a good track um, mm. Barry from Simpson was a good track as well yeah with Jid and Two Chains that's a really good fucking um, song but I felt like it was too long or well <laughs> it's, I mean it's always going to be that long with like the mixtapes, right? Because you've got so many people who are trying to get them all there. Everyone wants like a song of their own. Two songs yeah. for Ari Lennox, but she's not featuring with anyone. I thought that was a bit strange. They were like, Same. oh, there you go. Just Same. a couple of tracks for you, Ari. Sing your heart out. Um, the end, yeah. Obviously, because it's a mixtape, you're not expecting there to be much of a flow, but mm. it was just it was very inconsistent, I think. Yeah. I think that's the problem. I mean, it's, it's a mixtape. Yeah. And I also did think... <clears throat> And I'll say this now, and yeah. this will be the most I'll say about this. But I did think it was so cheap to add the Oscars thing, like the day after it happened yeah, to yeah. your mixtape, because that's not that's not gonna age well. That that people are gonna not give a fuck about this in like one month, yeah, yeah. or even three months. Yeah. So to add that to your mixtape, that's permanently on streaming services. Very short sighted. Yeah, it just felt a bit short sighted. Like you know what I mean? Like I get the whole DJ drama thing, but no, nah, I thought that's a bit stupid. But um, no, there's some good songs. Um. Yeah, there's some, there's some good bops. Yeah. I think it's kind of how I feel about um, the last Dreamville tape. Like, the songs of J. Cole are usually the better ones. Um, but I think Dreamville's at a point, actually, which is which is which I think is quite interesting. No, not even trying to shit on them. I think they're at the point now where a lot of them can actually stand on their own, too. And I think that's a good place to be. Because Ari Lennox is huge right now. And then you've got J. Cole. Um, yeah. Earth Gang, last album, was actually pretty decent as well. Yeah, it was. Um so yeah, so I feel like it's not just J. Cole and Friends as the first couple, first two Dreamville albums mm. were. So there's that, obviously Jude, sorry, how can I forget Jude? Um, so there's that, but I just think the the clash of sounds 
and style sometimes can be a bit much. So it's like, okay, it's cool. It's it's a cool moment. Like, oh my gosh, Jid, Kenny Mason, Sheck, Wes, J. Cole. That's cool. But it's like, Mm. am I going to go back to Stick often? I know it's a hype as fuck song, but unless I'm at the festival, I'm not really going to care for that song. That's just kind of the vibe I got. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And obviously with the mixtape, if there are like four or five tracks, three, I mean, maybe three or four have been generous. Mm. Tracks that you're like going to go away and listen to repeatedly. Cool. Like, take yeah, away some fine. tracks yeah. and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, Revenge of the Dreams has definitely had more quality, more bang for your buck. Revenge yes, of the Dreams 3, sorry. Um, yeah. There's some legitimate bangers on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, uh, J. Cole was rapping his ass off on there, some of those tracks. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Yep. Uh, so some good and some not so good. Uh, so yeah, give that give that a mixtape a spin, and obviously there'll be a few tracks you will love. Yeah. Um, I think that kind of wraps us up for new music. Um, yeah. We can take a very short break, and then we will be back. Hello, we are back. Taking a short break, we're ready to go, recharged. Um, so, as you know, the sixty fourth Grammy Awards twenty two. 2022 were um, on Sunday night, very, very early hours of the morning if you were in the UK. I, for one, did not stay up. Did you? Oh, fuck no. No. That's, that's, actually, that's just random touch on it. That's one thing I've actually really hated about award shows. Obviously, this one had came with no con- uh, controversy. But what I actually hate about award shows is that their social media presence is really fucking poor. Yep. Like, it feels like you never know when it's on. You're just like, oh, yeah, I just see someone tweet about it. You're like, oh, shit, that's on. I, f- that, I legit thought the Grammys already happened. I don't know why I thought that, because we would have discussed it. But, <clears throat> yeah, I just think, like, I don't know. And I think I went through their social medias. So I was like, who is running this? Like, are you, like, 38 or something? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not how you use social media. Like, there's no, like, I'm not saying you have to be, like, a 19-year-old Zoomer who makes all these edgy tweets, like a McDonald's account. Yes. But you all give a bit more, like... A YouTube live stream, perhaps yeah. some, you know, some funny in- interactions, you know, like some sort of like um, interaction with like the people who follow you. Because like, it's just pretty poor, they like, especially for people stale. who- Really stale. Yeah. Especially for like people who are like, the, you're guaranteed to be followed by like hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grammys has 3.6 million followers. You can do so much with that. Like, why are you just saying, oh, we're just so happy this person won? It's like- what that's it and you just do bare retweets where's your own tweets like do you know what I mean it's, it can't cost that much to hire someone to do this yeah. like it, yeah it just feels pretty bad but yeah I definitely wasn't watching this shit mm. sorry fair I was not either I was happily asleep um so but we do care about the Grammys that's why we're talking about it so sure. um obviously the awards happened Sunday um I've had a little bit of time to kind of uh check out all the winners um YouTube's pretty shit at having the videos of the performances themselves so some you just have to kind of get from clips on the internet wherever you can find them. Um, but we're going to start, obviously, with uh, some of the big general category awards. Uh, then we'll go into kind of the R&B category and then we'll go into the rap category as well. Um, so I think we might take it in turns. We'll see what happens. Um, no, you got, you, got, you got this. Got this. I'm, he I'm says I've got this. So here we go. Uh, so the first first big award was record of the year um so there were i think there were 11 nominees for this category um it's a fucking lot if you ask me um there were 10 10, 10. 10. um so you had people from abba john batiste tony bennett lady gaga there are a lot of them i'm not going to read them all people you'll be interested in doja cat scissor <coughs> and lil nas x and the winner 
of this category was Leave the Door Open Silk Sonic. Um, so this was the first of probably many, let's be honest, you've already, you've already <laughs> found out who's won. First yeah. of many for Silk Sonic of the night. Um, let's talk about their outfits. Let's just talk about them as a duo, first of all. <laughs> I mean, they're so funny, hilarious. man. I can't wait to, I can't wait to see them um, live. Whenever it happens, I'm definitely Absolutely doing hilarious. That. Yeah. Yeah. They're amazing, man. That's, they're amazing. I, yeah. They just fucking <laughs> like, love the, like... The and there's the fucking random wig that's yeah. thinking about to eight. It's like, oh, that's what we call a queen. queen <laughs> yeah. It's like, so Addison Park is too funny. Like, I can imagine him doing stand up. He's so fucking legit, man. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I just like their style. Yeah. I can't lie. Bruno, Bruno yeah. live as well. Like, mm-hmm. both of them live are incredible. But... It's going to be incredible. Especially with the instruments. Like, I don't yeah. care how much the tickets cost. I never say, I never say that because I actually do care how much tickets cost. But, but I don't care how much tickets cost. I'm watching. Live up absolutely yeah. every single time. Actually, you know what's funny? The Silk Sonic finals came out last week. Um, Ooh, yeah, I'd be and I, I had to grab them. I'd have a look. They're not, they're not even coming out until August. We had to pre-order. I was like, I am one hundred percent doing that. So yeah, because mm. that's gonna live forever. That's a, a Silk Sonic vinyl. No, it's like thirty, but it's mm. it's gonna be that one. It's gonna be one vinyl. But um, yeah, so I got that shit. I, yeah, I fuck with them. I don't know why people are hating them. That shit. I, t- I think I just think people are actually mentally ill. Mm. I don't remember the sh- the own things they say about artists. They just change once the tide changes. But I still think they're amazing. Yeah, mm. I know I'm being harsh on it, but whatever. Um, yeah, I just think it's amazing. Um, in terms of does it deserve to win? Then that's a different question. I think it does. I'm just surprised Driver's License didn't win by um Olivia Rodrigo. That song was huge, but yeah. I guess. To beat a song as big as that, you have to song have to have a song that's even bigger. And I think Leave the Door Open was bigger than yeah. Driver's License, funny enough. So I think it makes sense. Yep. I'm not mad at this. Yeah, yeah I yeah. agree. Um, when we say record and song of the year, what's the difference to you? So I think record is oh man, they have they have yeah. the criteria. Yeah, I read the song on episode that you were gone. They have it on the Grammy website. You're gonna have to find that out. But to me, I've always kind of taken them as like um interchangeable. Yeah, yeah. I think record is more um, instrumentation, I think. Mm. But I need to double check that. Yeah. Um, but there we go. Silk Son- Sonic won it. Um, from the list, I mean, it's always going to be... It's never really a case of... Um, at least for me, when you're when comparing record and song of the year to like album of the year. Album of the year can legitimately be anyone. Like anyone nominated could win it and they'll be like, you know what, it's for the quality of the album but for record and song of the year it has to always be the biggest song right yeah um, that makes sense so. and so if, yeah. if anyone was going to beat Olivia oh, Rodrigo I thought it would be Silk Sonic um, Kiss Me More massive song but yeah I'm glad that didn't win um, any you know for each Grammy Scissors doesn't win I get happier because I'm so fucking I know that sounds like yeah, hatred that sounds like hate, but negative. I am tired I am tired of the scissor hype it's been five years let it go let it go. Scissors all right these days. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry I'm been so scorned. tired. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Silk Sonic obviously won record of the year. No arguments there. Song of the yeah. year, much the same. Leave the door open. Silk Sonic yeah, won that sense. again. Um, much, much the same in terms of nominees for that category as well. Um, Bad Habits, Ed Sheeran, one of the shittest songs of 2021. Didn't it just pass the billion streams? Yeah, it's so <laughs> like bad. It it's so bad. <laughs> Ed Sheeran's songwriting is awful. Sorry, anyone at me about that, but that is, like, he's just, ah, oh, the most formulaic artist there is. Uh, I do not, I do not care see, to listen to Ed Sheeran. 
whilst John is hating on Ed Sheeran, so yeah, so the record of the year is the water, the artists, and the producers, yeah. engineers, mixers. So it's more like the whole yeah, yeah. process of everyone involved. So that's what record of the year cool. is. Where song is, I think it's just a song. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, come on. Bad Habits, Ed Sheeran. How did that get nominated? Mm. Um, but yeah, Silk Sonic won again on the way to their clean sweep, as you said. Um, yeah. Park, yeah, Anderson Park just cracks me up so much. Yeah. It's just that big smile. Like, he just loves life so much yep. <laughs> so much it's like every day it's, it's just like every day yeah. it's like it just feels like he's living life in bonus mode like he's done everything he's just yeah he's just on a bonus and bruno mars so, yeah. is there you know he's taken a little something to get there he's um he's, he's <laughs> he definitely has. enjoying himself yeah he's there yeah. <laughs> he has, yeah, we yeah. all knew that um <laughs> which leads us on to album of the year um so you know another another 10 nominees some looking at some of the nominees for this um I'd say a lot of them were deserved in terms of, uh, like pres- even Dondo. No, no, I haven't, I haven't got to that yet. <laughs> okay, some of the albums okay. definitely deserved. Um, in terms of like size or like the accomplishments, you know, Planet Her definitely should have been. The- oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Evermore, Taylor Swift. I thought that was a banging album. I'm gonna stand by that. Um, Justice is not a good album. Um, <laughs> back of my mind, we have a whole episode about that. Can we it actually is. talk about that? I, I, you know what's funny? You know, oh, this is what I hate. I'm, John, I'm telling you now to the depths of my being. If there's one thing you're going to take from this episode, one thing I fucking hate is when people start using narratives that we were fucking using mm-hmm. like a year or two ago. So now everyone's like, oh, industry plot. Oh my gosh, it needs to be a documentary. We were fucking saying that. We were saying that the whole time. The whole time. Yeah, but now it's undeniable yeah. in your face. Like her has literally has, she probably has over six Grammys to her name right mm-hmm. now. She's been winning Grammys. She's been she's like the biggest swindler in Grammys hip hop like history in terms of R and B artists. We've been saying this. It's just now in 2022. She's been winning Grammys since 2016, bro. Like now in 2022, now you're like, oh my gosh, wait, that doesn't make a lot of sense. It's like we've been telling you this. Something doesn't add up. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, stresses me out. But yeah, I'm really happy. That was nominated. Should not have been. Um what else do we have here? Obviously, um, Olivia Rodrigo, uh, mm-hmm. Lil Nas X, snub mm-hmm. this year. How did you feel about that? Didn't win any awards this year. I don't think it's a snub. I think it's just been bigger moments. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean Montero Lil Nas X was fucking massive in terms yeah, of performance. Yeah, but so was, I mean, so was Sour. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it makes sense. I don't think it's a snub. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, obviously, the winner this year was We Are by John Batiste. I will listen to this guy. I've not listened to this either. Okay, fair enough. I will check it out, I think, Mm -hmm. just because, Mm -hmm. you know, if an album is going to clean sweep like that, then it's Mm -hmm. probably worth my listen. Donda should Mm -hmm. not have been nominated. Only because it's Kanye West. Um, Yeah, that's literally it. Challenge anyone to... uh, Yeah, honestly, anyone who's listened to Donda, I'm asking you listeners right now. If you've listened to Donda and you really liked it, um, you think it should be Grammy nominated? Then I would love for you to write me up a little, little response. You can send it to our email, finalcollectivepod at gmail dot com, uh, or if you're really succinct, you can tweet us at TVC Pod uh, and let me know what you thought about that album. Because to me, and I've heard it once through now, uh, much to my own regret, it's not good. It's not good. Uh, moments of production, amazing. Some some kind of cool moments of bringing artists together, but largely terrible yeah I mean we haven't really got much else to say about the winner have we really John Batiste no, um, no not to say yeah 
There we go. Justice, Justin Bieber, that annoys me a lot. It's an awful album. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just more of the streaming things than anything else. I think even Justin knows he's done. Yeah. I think he knows he's done though. Like, I don't know why he felt to uh, make the, that type of album, yeah. um, especially with the MLK stuff. I just, it just, mm. it was, that was wild. He was going, he's definitely going through it, man. I hope he comes back home. Uh, yeah, it wasn't even just Justice, album. it was Justice Triple Chucks Deluxe. <laughs> anyway, the next award we're going to be uh, having a quick look at is Best New Artist. Now, this is the award. Every, you know, there's always going to be something that gets us. It never makes this sense. This is the award it? that pisses me off the most. Because almost every year, without fail, half of the artists <laughs> nominated have been around for more than half a decade. Oh, but John, you're not understanding the criteria, so I'll read it out to you. Mm. So this category recognises an artist whose eligibility year re- eligibility year released achieved a breakthrough into the public consciousness and notably impacted the musical landscape. Again, you wasn't here for this episode when I was reading out the nominations in November. I said, how is that even measured? How are you measuring a breakthrough into the public consciousness? That sounds like some black mirror shit. Who is actually measuring this? So notably, and who is and what is what defines notably impact in the musical landscape? It sounds like the bullshit. fucking Mickey Mouse. Saying, like when <laughs> when you've reached the, the peak of your career, yeah, which is just bullshit. Um, that if you're not as big as Beyonce, yeah. but you're bigger than you were a year ago, then you could be a best new artist. Like what the hell? But even using even hell? using that kind of. Uh, kind of measuring stick, right? Half of these artists mm-hmm. have been around for fucking ages. Glass animals, especially Japanese. Glass animals. <laughs> I was listening to in first year of university eight years ago. I was listening to Glass Animals, <laughs> and they were big. Most people had heard of them eight years mm. ago. That's probably one of the worst. Um, and then you got Sweetie Japanese Breakfast Japanese as well, breakfast and videos. They've been releasing albums upon albums. Mm-hmm. Everyone and their mum knows them. This is ridiculous. The only legit ones from who, from what I know is Ardo Parks, Olivia Rodrigo, and Baby King. Yeah, that's so. Those true. are only legit ones yeah. I know. And obviously, Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo winning this yes. makes perfect sense to me. It does. Um, it does. Yeah, even as much as I love Ardo Parks, I think Olivia Rodrigo had a crazy year. So mm. um, yeah, I have no qualms about that. I'm happy no one who wasn't new won it because it wouldn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, agreed. It feels like they just run out of new artists. Mm. I feel like they just, they just don't know. You know what it is? Maybe the people on the Twitter timelines are actually the ones who are actually, you know, part of the Grammy committee. Because how do, can you not think of 10 artists who are actually legit new in one year? Mm across every genre in yeah. existence like how hard is that like <laughs> we don't need to be nominating sweetie for best new artists we just that just doesn't if, need to be if, happening this is a little public service announcement to, announcement to <clears throat> grammy a and r if you're listening to this us at the vinyl collective we uh we found 52 new artists last year uh and <laughs> very happy to give you a list of names uh, you can also check yeah. out our playlist spotlight series 2022 uh so yeah <laughs> it can be done and there are a lot of banging artists on that playlist who have, let's be honest, at least, I'd say at least 20% of them have kind of had a mini, like, you know, we've blown up moment mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in terms of like, could be features, could be, oh, this producer's work with so-and-so now, and now they're in the public consciousness. Wait, quick question. I don't know if you, I don't know if you're going to know this. Yeah. But was Rina Sawayama nominated for Best New Artist last year? I don't know. I don't think she was. I think even if you gave it to her this year, it would make more sense. Yeah, I'm not like sure. the fact. I mean, like there's actually enough. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look that, look that up. But like, there's actually enough for this not to be a thing. Like, why is this a thing? Mm. 
No, she wasn't. Holy shit. She actually wasn't. So it's like, it's not like you're running out of artists. It's just, yeah, it's just incompetence. Yeah. It seems. Crazy. Yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, no, I don't think she's ever got a Grammy nominee, has she? Nomination. <laughs> and it's funny because she had that song with Elton John last year, the uh, fucking hell, Something Family, the remix mm. of one of her songs. It was actually a good song. It was yeah. actually a good remix. But yeah, like, yeah, it doesn't make no Wild. sense to me. Yeah. But there we go. Best new artist. <clears throat> it's a ridiculous category. Um, okay. Let us move on to the kind of categories a little bit more um, in tune with us. Uh, so best rap album. Uh, just five nominees for this category. Uh, the nominees were The Off Season by J. Cole, Certified Lover Boy, Drake, uh, King's Disease 2, Nas, Call Me If You Get Lost, Tyler, and Donda by Kanye West. Um when when I mean when this nominee when this nominee came, list came out what what were your thoughts initially? On Wait, these five which which category is this again? Best rap album. Best rap album. Sorry. So we had offset. Yeah, when I saw CLB, this, King's Disease, Call Me. Yeah. Thunder. So actually, I said this wasn't the worst list. Yeah. Um, I mm-hmm. think there are better albums. I think I said I I hate it, but I think it's not the worst. I think yeah. some of the other ones in the rap category are much worse. But I kind of get. To, I know it's not me, but I kind of get the rationale. So off season, it kind of makes sense. King's yeah. Disease too, I think is absolutely legit. Mm-hmm. Call me get lost is legit. Donda is it's okay. I wouldn't put it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think off season. I think it's actually okay. I just didn't think my and it's only four nominations actually. Oh yeah, because um Drake pulled out. Yeah, Certified Lover Boy. Was, yeah. I think that's why I hated it because Donda and CLB were on there, and they tried to do that shit where. I remember now because you know Simbi, Call Me If You Get Lost and Donda no Simbi, Certified Lover Boy and Donda came out same day yeah. and um, they tried to say oh it missed the deadline but then I was like how is that even possible if Donda and CLB got nominated so I was like you'd even nominate Simbi and again call it a little Sims hype but I was like no way no way these albums get nominated mm-hmm. um, over that I even I think I even said that a, this was like the perfect year for a UK album to get on there. Yeah. If you want to throw a little like conflict of interest their way or something like that, I think it would have made a lot more sense than Donda and CLB. And the fact that they even replace it, like he pulled out like last year, I think it was like there's enough time to actually sub someone. I can't. It's like it's the Grammys. Like this is the part that pisses me off. It's meant to be the pinnacle of like music recognition. Yeah. And you don't have like a spare nomination. Like oh, you know what? If anything happens, this guy definitely should be like. We wanted to really want to put him in, but it was five. And if someone drops out, we'll put him in. How's that not a thing? I think you made a boomer joke already, but I think they are. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I think that is the personnel at the Grammys. Mm. Like you suggested it with like the the social media presence. And I think mm-hmm. the lists just suggest that. Like, they don't know yeah. new artists. They're not aware of yeah. what the actual best rap albums are. They're just like, yeah. oh, let, let, who released this year? Oh, yeah, Kanye released Drake, J. Cole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that, that kind of edgy guy, Tyler. Yeah, he makes good music. And Nas. And, like, they don't know anyone else. They, they don't know that all these ridiculous UK albums were released. They don't know that Tyron was released. Like, Simbi released. Like, Bo Jackson, if you want to go underground. That's what I'm saying. Was actually, Mafia, and it's and, and so weird because they did that last year with all the underground mm-hmm. albums. So, and they, they nominated some weird choices yeah. there. So it's like, so you know these things exist. So I don't understand why they've done the opposite this year. That's, what, that's the part that really, I'm looking back at my top 30. 
right? Mm. So I'm trying to think of who you could have. You could have had Vince Staples, 100%. Yeah. That would have been absolutely fine. You could have had JPEG Mafia. You could have Brockhampton. You could have Bo, again, Bo Jackson. Fucking Rolling Stone had Bo Jackson at like. number three. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, you could have had... I mean, I would hate it. You could even have Dave. You could even have Dave. Like, you know, like there's, there's a lot of other albums you could have had that, you know, even if I didn't love it, it would make more sense yeah, than yeah, fucking yeah. CLB. Like CLB was the worst one and he didn't replace yeah. it. CLB but. was legitimately one of the worst rap albums. <laughs> he literally won the worst. Not, it was actually yeah, pretty bad. Not joking. <laughs> it was 100% bad, yeah. serious here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's actually, there's no hyperbole in that. Sorry, no. just make sure. No hyperbole in that. It's not a joke. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the I think there's a deserved album one here for sure. Oh yeah, of course. Um, yeah, Tyler yeah, Creator obviously yeah. one with Call Me If You Get Lost. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I mean Very still reserved. still listening to that, still just as mm-hmm. uh yeah, still just as enamored with um with all of it, like the lyricism, the fact that he produced it himself, uh mm-hmm. the whole DJ drama thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, an amazing, amazing album. Yeah, good. No, no comments about that. Yep. Shout out to Tyler. Uh so let's move on to best rap performance. So we had four okay. four nominees, four performances. Um, we had My Life, J. Cole, 21 mm. Savage, and Moray. We had Thought Shit by Megan The Stallion. Uh, and we had Up by Cardi B, and then Family Ties by Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar. You know Megan, you know Megan is low-key like the rap version of her, because I don't, I don't get it. I know Fosh was a big song last year. she was a big song last year. I'm not even denying that. But we need to stop acting like every critique of Megan is coming from sort of from sort of like a misogynistic kind of standpoint or anything like that. It's not. It's really not. Talking I listen music, to a lot quality yeah, of music. I talk to a, I listen to a lot of rappers who are women. I mean, some people associate me with the biggest stand of a rapper who is a woman. I have no qualms with that. I don't even have qualms with um, subject matters that don't really pertain to me. It's not that. It's just best rap performance of the year. Of the year. That's the problem. This this is what people always forget. Of the entire 365 days, we have 52 weeks of releases every year. This is not the best. This is not top five. It's not top 10. This is the problem. So I just think it's a bullshit. But obviously, Family Ties win. Um... I think Final Ties is a fair winner, if I'm being honest. I know a lot of people don't like Kendrick's verse. I don't understand that. I think it's a good song. I wouldn't be mad if any other song won it, actually. Yeah. If Up won it, if My Life won it, I'd be yeah, fine with it. I wouldn't be too correct. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be too mad if My Life won. Um, yeah. Up? Yeah. No, I wouldn't have gone for that. <laughs> Family Ties or My Life, yeah. I would have said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah good I'm, picks, I'm happy with the win for this. Yeah, yeah. yeah Baby King. Yeah. It's good to see him get that, uh, that yeah. win. Um, best rap song. So we had five nominees for this category. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had My Life again, uh, Family Ties again. Uh, we had mm-hmm. Bath Salts by DMX, Jay Z, and Nas. Mm-hmm. Uh, best Friend, and we had Jail by Kanye West and Jay Z. It's a good list as well. Can't lie. Yeah, it's not a bad list. Yeah, it's not the worst list. Um, mm-hmm. the winner obviously of this category was Jail. Uh, by Kanye West and Jay Z. <laughs> what are your thoughts about that? Since you're such a fan of Donda. Ah, uh, I mean, yeah, no, no. I mean, it's just I'm really beyond the fact that that album got nominated. You don't even like Jay Z doing a little rafty rap. No, doing I don't like the song. I don't like any of this. I don't like many of the songs on there at all. Um, 
there were so many good rap songs from 2021. Like, if we just think were, of it, right? There were. You could have nominated something from Tyler's album. You could have nominated... That's Vincent. a good shout. You could have nominated... Yeah. I mean, obviously, they boycotted the UK again this year. But, you know, you could have nominated the Simbi song. Like, Introvert. That is a fucking Introvert, banger. 100%. That actually might be the best rap song of 2021. I know people are going to act like I'm being bad. That is definitely up there for probably one of the best rap songs I mean if we're being real that should be nominated as best record because if you're taking into account Mm. production and everything that Mm. song Ah, is sublime but you know let's take what we have here Um, also I get I think the DMX one is pretty obvious I think it's like a posthumous thing Um, again it's gonna sound harsh but I feel like it's kind of bullshit when people do that because I feel like if this person had not died, would you have nominated it? This the problem isn't do you like DMX and do you miss him? That's not that's not what the nomination mm-hmm. is. The nomination is is this one of the best songs of 2021? Yeah. Um and that's the question we should be asking. And obviously Jay-Z gets two nominations again. Um so I think that puts I think he's the most nominated Grammy artist or something like that, I remember. But um Best Friends is a good shout. That that you know that's that's a catchy song. Yeah. Is that my Bessie and a Tessie? Come on. Um My Life is obviously fine. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I, again, I have not heard Donda, so I'm not even going to chime in on this, but I've heard Jail's a decent song, so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Fair. I don't and know. also, I'm not entirely sure on this before I say it, but Bath Salts, was that released as, a, was that one of those songs from the album which we wouldn't have got unless he had died? As in, this is a song that was just in the vault and they pulled it out, as in it was recorded a Who while knows? ago. Who knows? So I think the album was done before he died. Though. I think the album was done before he died. Right. But I don't know. I need to double check you on that. Okay. Um, but you never know these people. But yeah, um, this is one of the categories I'm not too happy with the win. Um, yeah, from the yeah. songs on there, I would have been happy if anything else won, to be honest. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Best yeah, friend, family it. ties, my life could have won for yeah. me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, I mean, just like the quality of the nominations is pretty poor from what we had last year. Like again, yes, it's, it's the same thing, right? Like there were five, there are five or six. No. Okay. There are 10 albums, right? Mm-hmm. That the Grammys have clearly listened to the team of the Grammys yeah. have listened to <laughs> and they're gone cool. Yeah. Right. And I'm going to pick out from those. We're going to have all the winners for best rap song, best R and B song record of the year, mm. album of the year, song of the year. Like, you can just nominate someone for a rap song. You don't need to not also nominate them for rap performance, rap album, and like. That's why I don't understand. God. So it's so it's like the only way underground people get love is if a global pandemic happens, mm-hmm. because that doesn't make sense. Even do you know what actually could have been a really fucking good shout? Hitler wears Hermes size B. Mm-hmm. How did I not get nominations? One of those talked about rap albums last did year. Did we discover recently <laughs> that it was actually a mixtape? I was a mixtape. Yeah. I mean, these people fucking nominate EPs anyway. It's only fucking yeah. matter. And Chance the Rapper fucking paved that way. So I'm just saying, listen, if, if we're going to play by your rules, not mine, then, do you know what I mean? And if we're talking best rap song, it's a song. You can still, I think um, the Griselda cut on here, the words Hermes, is a, I think it's a single. That definitely could have been on here. That definitely could have been on here. Um, yeah, obviously I know, I'm not saying it has to be some niche list, but I think there's better songs that are mm-hmm. popular that you could add. Yeah. I don't think that. I don't think yeah. enough songs from King's Disease 2 popped, but I wouldn't have been yeah, mad to I, see that one. That one makes there. sense. Um, yeah, that, that one yeah, makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, Vince Staples got a nomination. I said I agree with that one. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Okay. So, going to skip past uh, some of these other ones and go straight to the R&B 
uh, kind of wins. Are you, not gonna, are, are you gonna? Are you? Are you flipping flopping, or are you just gonna lead those out? What did you want me to oh, go through? Uh, there was a melodic rap performance. I've got I've got a different order here, so we can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, best melodic rap. Um, okay, I yeah, can't see ahead. the um. So the, the nominations is um. Pride is the Devil, J. Cole featuring Lil Baby. Yep. Need to Know, jo- Doja Cat. Industry Baby, Lil Nas X featuring Jonathan Reynolds. No, I'm joking. It's just a joke. Uh, Jack Harlow. Uh, What's Your Name, uh, Tyler the Creator mm-hmm. featuring Young Boy, NBA, and Ty Dolla Sign. And Hurricane, uh, Kanye West featuring The Weeknd, Lil Baby. Yeah. And uh, Hurricane won this. So, again, as a Don- Donda fanatic, uh, what do you think about this win? Dreadful. One of the <laughs> better songs on the album, I will say that. I did enjoy many songs, so this is one of the songs that I thought was good. Um, so I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'll say that. Um, looking at the others, I mean, "Was Your Name" is a great song. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. "Pride Is the Devil" was one of the better songs on the J Cole album. That, that's a good shout. To Pride is that's Devil. a good nomination. Uh, it's it's obviously bad. a good, um, a good feature from Little Baby. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. the fact that he's on, he's nominated on here twice shows what a great feature year he had last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, melodic rap performance. I industry baby. Yeah, no, wouldn't wouldn't have had that. I, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Let's say that yeah. hurricane is is a cool song. Okay, fair. Yeah, yeah, fair. I'm I'm trying to think melodic rap. I think again. I, I know. It's, I think again. Vince works here because. Mm. Um, are you with that? It's very melodic. Yeah. Um, again, I don't know how far they go into these things, but I think you could have had that. Mm. Um, I think I think apart from that, the list is okay. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna hate yeah. on it too. The much. We, I mean, I the weekend provided a nice um, the nice melody bit of this of this song. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, it's it's a good song. I'll I'll say that it sounds really nice. Um, okay, cool. So yeah, but no, that's it in terms of rap. We'll, you, we'll, we'll give them that it. one. Uh, so yeah, moving on to <laughs> R and B. So My we had category. we had best R and B performance. Um. And you know, I know what you might be thinking here. There was a winner. You're wrong. There were two winners. It was a tie. So we had five nominees: um, Snow Allegra, Justin Bieber with uh, I don't know his name. I think he, I think is he still cancelled? Can I say it? I don't know. Starts starts with da, da, da. you know him, Daniel okay. Caesar, and Giveon. Uh, we had Damage by her, and then we had the two split decision winners: Leave the door open and pick up your feelings. So. I'm gonna throw it over to you. That You're sounds smiling. like absolute bullshit. Yep. Hold on, I'm just. I literally just looked up. Has there ever been a tie at the Grammys? Uh, it's happened 29 times in the sh- in the show's history. There's been 64 Grammy awards. That that means there has to be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of awards given out. Um, the last time there was a tie. Hold on. So basically, it happens every two or three years once. Uh, I don't think... Okay, yeah. So, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar and Anderson Park, best rap performance tied. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, they got the same number of votes. So, so there's apparently... This, so, actually, funny enough, John, apparently there's 12,000 voting members of the Recording Shit. Uh, Academy. Uh, this is kind of crazy. Um, so, so it's it's something that's often... I thought that is bullshit. Like, because I'm not one of those people... I don't... I'm not really like a participation trophy type of person. Mm-hmm. Like, if you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. Um, so, I've never actually seen this before. However, you know... In the world that Grammys are working in, I think this is probably the most legit tie you could have. Um, 
I will say that. I think both songs are very, very good. I'm surprised Pick Up Your Feelings even competed with Leave the Door Open in terms of ties. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I think in the categories, there haven't been too many where they're like, these two is really close. Whereas I think with these, yeah, like Silk Sonic smashed out of the park. <coughs> um, that was not a pun, but there we go. Um, <laughs> with the song, like their performance is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and Jasmine Sullivan, obviously vocally, is just killing it. Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be... Not that, you know, like watching the watching the performance and being like, oh, you know, we're going to give it to Jasmine. I wouldn't be hurt if I'm Silk Sonic. I wouldn't be that hurt. Mm-hmm. And if I'm Jasmine, I might be a little bit hurt. Like, oh, come on. These guys have Do got you know everything what it is? for that same th- fucking song. Like, I just I belted it out. Come on. There was um, a lot of um, people. There's like a very angry minority or fan club in terms of Jasmine Sullivan fans who were like legit going to riot if they didn't win an award this year. And this was one thing I actually wanted to bring up to you. Um, cause again, cause I think people, you know what it is? It doesn't, I'm not, I'm not the most intelligent person in the world. I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I, I've got some tools. Well, I, I, oh, not all my tools are sharp, John. That's what I'm trying to say. But I think if you think things through just a little bit, things make more sense than they appear. I think something, sometimes people hear something and it sounds like, that doesn't make any sense. What? But they don't actually think it through mm-hmm. and be like, oh, actually, in the context of this, it this makes sense. So I think someone brought up a stat that um, Jasmine Sullivan has been nominated for the Grammys 11 times in yeah. her history. And she, this is the first time she's won something. Uh, and funny enough, since we're talking about Silk Sonic, people are like, okay, every time Bruno has gone to the Grammy he's won something or he's won every category he's been um, signed up for. So people are like, oh, Bruno, okay, let's start with Bruno Mars one. People are like, oh, that's r- r- ridiculous. Why is it ridiculous? You know, we're fucking loving the shit out of 24 Karat mm-hmm. Magic so it should yeah. not win awards. Like, do you know what, it, there's this, um, I think it's called, um, like, I don't know, it's like winner's fatigue. Like, if someone's so good and they keep winning, people think, oh, like, Sure, we've got to give it to someone else this year. Fuck off with that shit. If you are the best, you should be winning every year. If Michael Jackson drops the best album of the year, five years in a row, guess what? He's going to win five years in a row. I don't really care about your feelings. Like, and the thing is, this is someone, Bruno Mars doesn't even drop that often. If you can't snap, snatch a Grammy in the years where he's not active, then you need to look at your music. On the flip side, so Jasmine Sullivan's been nominated 11 times. People are like, oh, you see, that's what it is about the Grammys. They're just so fucking ridiculous. Oh, how are you just snubbing Jasmine Sullivan? She's one of the best singers walking. Okay, she's not one of the best singers. She's a pretty good singer, but she's definitely not the best singer walking. But anyways, that's by the by. I fuck with Jasmine Sullivan. People are like, oh, she's getting snubbed. So what I did, the thing is, I was like, that doesn't sound right. Because one, Jasmine Sullivan, don't do it. Don't do it. Jasmine Sullivan actually doesn't even drop that often reality show was 2016 right and obviously hotels was 2021 that's five years so where the fuck is she gonna get these nominations from when she's only dropped three albums in her whole career and this is the ep so i looked into it right i was like okay cool is it really a snub in my head i was thinking there's no way i don't know why you're laughing (laughs) i was like there's no way this is a snub so i actually did my research and again i'm gonna leave this out for the people and i really want to see the cognitive dissonance as i read out this fucking list and tell me where and tell me where Sullivan should have fucking won. So, one, again, and just before I start this, being nominated for Grammys is actually a really good thing. You know, most people go their whole life without getting nominated for a Grammy and they drop amazing music. That's actually really good. So, Nas never won an album, never won a Grammy until, (laughs) uh, was it last year? And this guy is literally touted to have the best album the genre has ever seen. And he's never won a Grammy. Yeah, I mean, arguable, but fair enough. Yeah, him and Jay Z probably. So, like, 
and he's never won. And people, I don't think people are like, oh, you see the fucking Grammys did it. You let it go, man. Sometimes these shit, these things happen. So let's go through the list. Jasmine Sullivan got nominated for five Grammys in her first year. That is already an insane statistic. Her first album. Um, so she got nominated for Best New Artist. Mm-hmm. She lost that to Adele. Oh, oh, what was that? Adele, you know, he was just fucking loving the shit that she dropped last year. Okay, what's well, so he shooting up one to Adele? Fucking chasing papers. I think the fuck not. Um, best female vocal RB performance. She lost to Alicia Keys, Superwoman. What, prime Alicia Keys? Can't argue Again, with that. Can't argue with that. Best traditional RB performance. She lost to um, You Got the Love I Need by Al Green and Anthony Ham- Hamilton. That's a random one, but it's Al Green and Anthony Hamilton. That sounds hard pressed. Um, she lost best R&B song again this is her first year this is already insane she lost best R&B song to Neo Miss Independent that oh song. what God. <laughs> there you go okay best contemporary R&B album she lost to Growing Pains by Mary J Blige Neo was also nominated for that category yeah. and didn't win so if Mary J Blige won Neo definitely was going to come second yes. she was not fucking winning that category so that's 2009 moving on to 2011 <laughs> the 2010 sorry she got um, nominated for Best Female R&B Vocal Performance, I think, for a song for her second album. Do you want to know? And then she also got nominated for Best R&B Song. Again, nominated two in a row. Do you not want to know what song she lost to, John? Do you want to guess? I have no idea. She lost to Single Ladies by Beyonce. Okay. Oh, what? Be- Beyonce? Oh, what? You're going to say Jasmine Sullivan? You tweet that. You go ahead and tweet that. Jasmine Sullivan should have won a Grammy with Beyonce. You, you see how that works. So, <laughs> I don't think that's a snub. Going on to 20, 2011, best female R&B performance. She lost to Bittersweet by Fantasia. That's probably the most arguable one on this whole mm-hmm. list. Fair enough. Maybe she should have won that. that. Um, t- then, fast forward to 2016, because obviously Jasmine Sullivan didn't drop any fucking music for five years. So, this is reality show times, right? So, uh, best vocal R&B perform- just traditional R&B performance, Let Let It Burn lost to Little Ghetto Boy by Lala Hathaway. <gasps> Another fucking legend. Crazy, that. Okay. Um, and then this, these, these two are going to, you're going to love these, John. You're going to love these. So, she got nominated. Let It Burn got nominated for best R&B song. Mm-hmm. And, and also, Variety Show got nominated for best R&B album. Do you want to know who she lost to, John? So, for best R&B song, she lost to Really Love by D'Angelo. And then she lost the album to Black Messiah. Yeah. I don't, think you're, gonna find me. <laughs> I don't think you're going to find many right people going to disagree with Stop that. Right and, it, and then obviously the last one before 2022 that she got nominated for was um, Best Traditional R&B Performance. It wasn't even her song. Can't remember the name. But she lost to Lizzo Jerome. Oh, Lizzo, the one that, you know, you couldn't say a bad fucking word about her all 2020. Don't think you're going to win in that one. So I don't want to know where the snub is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I want to know where the snub actually is for Jasmine Sullivan. You can argue you the fantasy one is. And that's one. That's it. That's one. Like, sometimes the shit just doesn't happen. Mm. Like, you can be good. But again, you lot are complaining about, oh, we're the social generation. Everyone wants participation trophies. You're the participation trophy. You're the one that talent for it. Just because it makes sense. Just look at it. Like, who are you losing to? Like, she's losing to people who are legit as hell mm. like you can't really debate these things so just keep that Agreed. in mind anyways damn, damn. the way back yeah see as Tox does, his, I, Tox I, does I, his research he told me before this episode he's like yeah John so um, <laughs> making a list uh, just give me a couple of minutes of just finishing my list off I had no idea what it was I knew it was something petty and uh, been, we've been rewarded with that so yeah I can see that I mean that's just the thing yeah. with the Grammys isn't it like <laughs> You can be, yeah. same with Oscars, right? You can be an amazing yeah. actor or actress and still not win. And that's okay. Only one person can win at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, you know, over a hundred people believe every Grammy's losing. Mm-hmm. 
like do you know what I mean like only one person could win most of the time like, like it's not Leonardo this. DiCaprio arguably one of the best actors didn't win his first mm. like acting as like a, a main actor in a film until a couple of years ago right was it Revenant yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this guy's legitimately one of the best. <laughs> it's like a Nas story, right? Film, yeah. So just Yeah, relax. literally it is. Relax. It just happens. And again, do you have any albums drop a year? Yeah. Sometimes you just, you know, you miss your window. Yeah. Like, you know, if Jasmine Sullivan came out in 2014 instead of 2016, I'm mm. sure she would have won the Grammy. But you're up against the competition again. Like, so please think about this when next time. Again, flip side with Bruno Mars. Who, who should he have lost to? Like, come on, think about it. So, yeah. um... Yeah, so anyways, looking at this, going back to the category, I think this is fair. I think if I was really going to be, like, honest, Leave the Door Open should have won it solely, but I'd not mad at Pick Up Your Feelings winning something. I'm not yeah, mad at it. I'd say what that. Do you think? I mean, performance-wise, yeah. I don't. it doesn't get a lot better than Silk Sonic. Yeah. Like, vocally, they're right there. You can't fault them. Um, mm-hmm. They've got the stage presence. They've got the whole setup. Mm. They've got the mood. Oh, Yeah. So I'm not I'm yeah. not mad about the tie, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, Silk Sonic man, they uh, yeah. they really know how you to. You can't perform. really beat them, man. Like, yeah, you can't really beat them, man. And yeah, they, they performed. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, All right, let's, move, let's on. move on to let's best go. traditional R and B performance. So you had five nominees for this. Um, had people with Leon Bridges, B J the Chicago Kid, John Batiste, and Lucky Day featuring Yeba. I'm a big Yeba fan. Um, mm-hmm. I think if you're writing a list of like the best fe- best vocalists. Yeah, has to be there. Has to be there in conversation. She is incredible. Um, But yeah, the winner for this traditional R and B performance was "Fight for You" by her. (laughs) Um, I can see Topper is already. He's already. uh, He's cracking up. He he can't believe this. Has done it again. She's won another (laughs) Grammy, Um, and I think this now takes her to. She's had five Grammy nominations, right? No, no. What, this no, year? No, sorry. No, her first, more than that. I remember her first project had five Grammy no- nominations. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, in total, she's just been sweeping it up. Yeah. This is awful. And I said this at the time um, mm-hmm. on the episode you went in. This is an awful list. And not because I don't think the songs are good. Like, Bring It On Home to me is a yeah. good song. I actually fuck with that song. Um, How Much Can A Heart Take is, is cool. Fight for you should have never been here. Um, I don't know Born Again. Obviously, I don't know I Need You. But I think the traditional, of course, talking traditional R&B, the three songs that I do know, I don't think any of them should have won, yeah. if I'm being honest. Um, I think you could have added another Silk Sonic one. I know it sounds unfair, yeah. but fuck it. You could add like uh, Smoking Out the Window. Yeah, yeah, you could yeah. add uh, After mm. Last Night. I think people might hate this. I think Joyce Rice could have easily fit into there and won something. Like Even if it was like um, the title track Overgrown okay. of the album. Um, I think that would have fit. Um, hmm. Like you said, Yebar would have been fine. Charlotte Day Wilson had a couple bangers last year. That would have been better. I don't know if it's traditional yeah. R&B, to be fair, that one. So, okay, I'll take that one away. Um, but yeah, I think Joyce Rice definitely could have got one. Cleo Soul definitely should have got a nomination. Yeah. Definitely should have got a nomination. Like, her, I don't know how she keeps doing it. The whatever type of tie she has in the industry... Don't look into that. I feel like there's some sort of like mafia crime boss mm. in the in the middle of something. That like something really illegal is in the middle of her career. I'm just saying it now. Like it doesn't make sense. Don't look into that. Yeah. So I think, yeah, the albums we that. had up there, R and B. we had Joy Crooks, we had Cleo Soul. Mm. Um I obviously had Erica, we had I think we both put Neo quite Neo. up there. Yeah. Um so yeah, to be honest, yeah, they've they've kind of messed up here. Um Yeah. Lucky 
that he's cool. Like, yeah. I fuck with him, but like, I mean, oh, Mariah's man. album yeah. was great, but let's let's be honest. But I think we're all glad she mm. didn't perform um, live. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, hers just it's yeah. it's beyond beyond reason at this point. If someone yeah. if someone can crunch the numbers and <laughs> find out what's going on here, how many Grammys does she have now? I'm gonna say it's it's almost it's got to be almost double figures at this point. It's got to be. She won. She won one this year. She won two last year. Um, she's been nominated. John, for fucking this statistic, yeah. This statistic is going to blow your mind. I think mind. she's won five she, in total. She's won five. She's been nominated for twenty-one Grammys. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. Twenty. She only came out twenty sixteen. One studio album. Twenty-one Grammys. She's averaging like almost four a year. Holy yeah. shit, man! That is crazy. Sorry, that is insane. That is insane. She again. I think there's. I think there's drug money behind that. But whatever. What can I say? There we go. Yeah, go uh, but yeah, I mean, watch out for her next year. You could see her in the uh, in the reggae cast <laughs> with a reggae album. Yeah. Reggae Obviously, a group of white guys were <laughs> nice. this year. Apparently, so there we go. Um, <laughs> that tickles me. I can't. Yeah, remember. best R and B song. Uh, mm-hmm. Five nominees again. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. obviously we had the guys at Silk Sonic. Um, mm. We had her with damage, um, Scissor with good days. Um, we had Giveon with heartbreak anniversary, and Jasmine Sullivan on pick up your feelings. So here's where the um, criteria for this really mm-hmm. fucks with me. Because correct me if I'm wrong, didn't Good Days come out in 2020? Came out December. Okay, fair enough. Heartbreak anniversary definitely came out way before 2020. Like it was mid or even February 2020. Early 2020 so what the fuck is it doing here because and here's a category it says the song is eligible if it was first released or if it first achieved prominence during the eligibility year mm-hmm. what does that even mean what does it mean first achieve prominence heartbreak anniversary did not just achieve prominence no in but it was it was on his compilation album which was released ah yes you are absolutely right you are absolutely right that stupid if you ask okay. me that that's the category yeah um, yeah no that makes sense yeah. Boy, fuck I forgot about that okay but the rest of the songs are actually yeah. fair enough even damage mm-hmm. by the way that was released October 2020 <laughs> but they were like no we're just gonna shoehorn that in forget that forget that it's her we're getting in there somewhere and the thing is, Damage was a big song in 2020. It was not a big song in 2021. Nope, not at all. So, yeah, I don't get it. But in terms of the quality of the songs, it's fair. It's yeah. actually a good category, yeah. everyone included. Even Scissor. Even Scissor. Yeah? You're going to give it that one? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, even Scissor. Okay. You've changed. But yeah, but leaves the open one, didn't yeah. it? So, I mean, that makes complete sense to me. No no one else should have won that. Yeah. To us. Even Jasmine. I mean, one of, the, Sorry. Yeah, one of the best, bigger <laughs> songs of the year, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. well deserved. Um, so yeah, moving on to the two album categories. Um, so you had best progressive R and B album. Um, what does that even? What mean? does progressive R and B mean? That's what I what does that mean? They're like, well, it's not R and B, it's not rap, but it's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. We can't call it. Yeah, we can't call it urban anymore. We're not allowed to mm. use that, so we'll just call it progressive. Mm. Yeah. Oh god. Uh so we had nominated Masego, Terence Martin with Robert Glasper, Ninth Wonder, Kamasi, we had Hiatus Coyote, Corey Henry, Eric Bellinger, and Lucky Day. And the winner, if you don't really know, was Lucky Day with Table for Two. So what isn't that an EP? 
Am I going crazy? I'm pretty sure that's a fucking EP as well, isn't it? I don't know. I thought it's an I thought it's an extended play, yeah. 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna double check that. I'm just confirmed. Yeah. It's an EP. Yeah. I don't get that one and I don't think the EP is even that great. I just feel like it was a lazy nomination. Mm-mm. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Know I mean, I'll agree because dinner party was also an EP. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that just says it all. Um, just left, right, and centre. They're like, there are no, no good enough studio albums just going to nominate a load of EPs. And the thing is, if anyone at home thinks this isn't a problem, mm. you need to really consider why this is actually a problem. Yeah. Because if I can just release twenty minutes of work and that can win a Grammy, yeah. then why would I put any effort towards an album? Yeah. Albums need to have some sort of quality that you can't get from other medias because people are just going to fucking shoehorn it in. Oh, I can just drop 25 minutes of work. Ha ha, I won a Grammy. Oh mm. my gosh, I'm so sick. Like, that's bullshit. Like, and then if you say, oh yeah, I won a Grammy off a mixtape, won a Grammy off this side. That's not how it should be, man. So I think the fact that these EPs are even getting nominated is like, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. And yeah, even then, it's not the best one even on this. Actually, this list is pretty tragic anyways. List isn't uh, great. To me. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what you think about it. Obviously, Hiatus Coyote, that just feels like mad copium. Yeah. Like, that is barely... It's more R&B than their first shit, but, it's but not, that is it's, barely it's R&B. <laughs> yeah, that's um, barely R&B. And Masego, Studying Abroad, was an EP <coughs> as well, so that just... So there's actually what? I don't know who... I don't... I've never listened to Eric Benninger, I've never listened to Corey Henry. So They're I don't both know studio albums, for sure. Okay, cool. So half uh, I don't know this how category are EPs. <laughs> half. Even that Terence Martin one, I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's EP. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so it's four, yeah, four out of six. No, I think it's that is I fun. think it's three. So table for two, uh, dinner party and oh so yeah, Mood Valiant is an yeah, album. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Half. that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Say what you want about Joyce yeah. Rice, that should at least get a nomin- at least get a nomination. Yeah, like one hundred. Or even and here's where Charlotte Day Wilson would be a good nomination. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense to me. Like my brain just doesn't understand it. Like, yeah, and I guess Erica Dacassi, your girl. I don't know how prominent she is, but I'm, pretty, I'm guessing that's not in the super prominent. More but pop. she's definitely, um, I think, a lot of the, the like kind of slightly alternative, but like well-respected kind of music journals okay. and stuff are rating her very highly. So. I could see her as I could, I mean, maybe in a couple of years, maybe we should get new artists nominated or something if she continues along this track. But yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, we don't want to alienate the listeners too much, but the EP nominated as an album is just, yeah, it's, it's just awful. everything. It's actually wrong. really bad. It's just everything that's it's, wrong with music at the moment. It's really bad. Um, I'm trying to think of progressive, I guess Joy Crooks is a bit progressive. Mm. I could add this to it. I don't know. Cause not traditional. Yeah, it's not traditional. Yeah, but I'm, I'm again. I'm, I'm that yeah. one's kind of pulling. But I think at least Charlotte Day Wilson should have gotten here. At least yeah. that's for sure, mm. for sure a nomination. But, so it's just a replacement yeah. of Urban Contemporary. Um, mm-hmm. Which yeah. I mean, yeah, like what is what is Urban Contemporary? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like that's usually known as like hip hop, right? It's yeah. not. I don't know what's going like, on. It's like oh, we don't have to you Then I don't know why. These albums are nominated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't get it. There we go. Uh, which leads us on to a pure R&B category, <laughs> which is best R&B album. Um, and the nominees were Snow Allegra, John Batiste, Leon Bridges and Her. Four studio albums. But the winner was an EP with Jasmine Sullivan, Hotels. 
Um, Everything about this category is awful. Every so you so you mean to tell me right? So you mean to tell me? Tell me. T- don't make lie it make to sense. me, John. Make it make sense. So you mean to tell me, right? Snow Allegra did not have the best R&B song. She didn't have the best R&B performance. She didn't have song of the year, record of the year. She didn't nominate for none of that. But somehow, best project. Somehow, mm-hmm. she has the best. She's nominated for the. She actually can arguably have yeah, the yeah, best yeah. album of the year. Mm-hmm. Fuck right off. I can't stand the Grammys, bro. That's why I was like, I don't know why this is even here. I don't even know yeah. why this is even here. Why is it here? And obviously, hotels shouldn't be here i know people i know you love jasmine sullivan i know you really love her i know you love her but it's an ep there is what there's five songs there are five songs on hotels (laughs) there are five songs i think it might be four five songs and three skits or or something like that there's not that many songs it should not be like the the five loaves and the two fish like we didn't get a lot (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's like you know it is you know like when you fucking get like chicken from like a some back alley chicken place, right? And half of it's just batter. It's not even chicken. Or they like, get fish and chips and it's like twenty it's like eighty percent batter and like twenty percent fish. That's what this fucking uh, hotels is like. It's not a lot of uh, songs. Anyways, back of my mind somehow because you just have to, right? Why not? Back of my mind just has to be there. Um yeah, so obviously three three obviously mm. I don't listen to Leon Bridges, I don't listen to John Batiste, but three of these albums, the one Gold sounds good album. Good. I okay, that. fair enough. Well, three out of five should be nowhere near this list. Obviously, I don't. I don't think you could nominate Neil because it came out in October. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Joy, uh, Joy Crooks was Joyce late Rice summer, again. wasn't it as well? Like October. Wait, what the fuck? So wait, 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 wait. So Silk Sonic does a clean sweep of the Grammys yeah, and yeah. only get R and B album nomination. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, no album nomination for them. Right, that doesn't even. Wow. That, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they got one. No. That doesn't even make sense. It was just album of the year, wasn't it? No, it wasn't even. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't album of the year. It wasn't album of the year. Yeah, I mean, this. make it make sense. Best. Yeah, it's a it's a terrible category here. Like, actually, wait, wait, didn't wait, wait. When did Silk Sonic drop? It was November, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that'd be that right. Sense. Oh, okay, um, yeah, that'd be right. Okay, fair enough. Fair but yeah, enough. EP should not win, however good the project is, and <clears throat> we've said it's great. Like we reviewed it and mm-hmm. we very much enjoyed it. Um, yeah. but Snow Allegra t- is it's a boring album very uninspired that's an egregious take um, <laughs> sorry that's actually an egregious pick over Cleo Soul yeah. and jo- Joyce Rice that is absolutely and then back of my mind so, her we've said what we have to say I think it's even yeah. maybe just consensus now as well a lot of people are kind of agreeing yeah. that that was not a good project um, yeah. but the fact that it came close like it came close <laughs> to being given the honour of best album of the year do you know these other artists who are working their asses off producing amazing <laughs> albums we put some of them on our list we probably missed a few off yeah. and they're mm-hmm. like they're at home watching they're like ah oh, her just won best r&b album for some absolute bullshit that was just and do you know what's funny because i feel like the consensus is clear soul had the best r&b album last year mm, yeah i don't yeah it's very good because no and yeah, no, I mean, in terms of, like, what people talk about, because even Americans fuck with Clear yeah, Soul do, heavy now. Do. Yeah, so, I, I, and this was, like, a, in terms of Mother, Mother, I think Mother did better internationally than Rose in the Dark did as well, mm. which is, again, which is, again, this is just surprising me. Obviously, I know you're not the, the hottest on the album, but if you're talking just R&B, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's Mother, and then it's, what's above that? Mother and, no, that's it. Yeah. Mother, it has to be the best one. 
Mother and Overgrown are the best R&B albums this year. So it's like, I don't really understand where that's... No- like, everyone pans that project. Everyone pans that yeah, project. Yeah. So I don't really get where this is coming from. Yeah, this, 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 out of everything we've read today, this has to be... Has to be the worst, worst category. category. Quality worst is category. awful. Um, yeah. Oh, Lord have mercy. I think that's Sorry. the last one, really, isn't it? Of the yeah, that's ones it. we're looking at. Um, yeah. I'd say <laughs> in some 2022 Grammys back on their bullshit nothing's changed you know yeah 2021 was like a blue yeah. ball so it's like oh you yeah. gotta change it the pandemic yeah, no. a lot of bad came from it a few good things came from it but they're like you know what like, we're back we're back to normal we're we're back on what <laughs> yeah. we normally do um some terrible categories there um i think the fact that donda was nominated so many times and won two mm-hmm. is pretty annoying mm-hmm. um clb being in rap album of the years just egregious like you say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the Grammy need to, we need to have a reshuffle of the nomination yeah, process, not the voting process necessarily. Yeah. Because obviously mm. there's quite a lot of people there, 12,000, he said. But the actual mm. nomination, like what is the A&R process at the Grammys? Because yeah. to me, it feels like they read Billboard 200 and Top 40 yes. UK and they go, right, okay, this is kind of going to determine who we nominate. Yeah, that's how, that's how it feels. I'm sorry. Like this is, it's pretty, it's way worse than it was yeah. last year. I'll tell you that. It was way worse than it was last year. Yeah. So, across the board. But yeah. Pretty poor selection of albums. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the saving grace is probably seeing Tyler win again, his second um, second uh, rap album of the year in a Did row. Did Flower Boy win it? Uh, no, Eagle. Oh, yes, of course. Um, yes. So I think that was a, a saving grace seeing that. A few mm-hmm. good picks, obviously, with Silk Sonic mm-hmm. and uh, the single mm-hmm. performance for uh, Jasmine Sullivan. But mm-hmm. yeah. Back on their bullshit. That's the thing. Low, low key, low key. Jasper Sullivan just still have zero grand. <laughs> low key, that should be the People case. are gonna come to you for that one. No, no, but low key, that's true. Low key, low key, that's probably true. Still. If you think about it, she should have zero grand. It's because she should have tied with Silk Sonic at the hotel's not even the album. So this, that is gonna be some of the sweatiest grand. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jasmine Sullivan, but it's true. I'm uh, sorry. That's it. That's all I've got to say. As always, uh, please feel free to let us know what you thought of the episodes, mm-hmm. um, of the Grammy nominations, any of the mm-hmm. kind of new music we've recommended, and also the music we told you not to go anywhere near. Um, do let us know on social media. We're on Twitter, TVC Pod. We're on Instagram, Vinyl Collective Pod. Email us, vinylcollectivepod at gmail.com. And wherever you're listening, whatever platform, please do give us a rating. Uh, leave us a review share with a friend we really appreciate it um and yeah all that is left to do is to big up our amazing playlist now and then 2022 yes sir uh where we obviously every single week every week of the year we pick two songs each so that's a new song that we uh really been enjoying the last couple of years and then an old song throwback from 5 10 20 years time um so I am going to go first. Um, okay, cool. My now song uh, is going to be Push A Man, BWI by Koji Radical. Actually, since we're here and everyone just skips to the next episode when they get to this part, it's a shame because obviously you prepared for this episode. I wanted to know just you know, just briefly, what did you actually think of um, Koji's album? I actually wanted to get your thoughts on I it. I thought it was great. The first time I listened to it, I, was, I think I was in a terrible mood because I didn't enjoy it that much. Mm. And then I went back to the game <laughs> and was like, oh shit, there is some... There's some great stuff on here. Mm-hmm. Um, some yeah. brilliant production. Um, I think a lot of production mm-hmm. from uh, a guy called Swindle 
I need to go and find and out who that is. Emil, J Prince, yeah. Io. Um, mm-hmm. so, oh, Io's on this yeah, as well. I think Holy produced shit. beautiful. Oh, yeah. I swear. Um, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, some like a really good kind of like palette of of sounds mm-hmm. on the album. I really, really enjoyed. Um, mm-hmm. A few songs I'll just quickly mention. Um, mm-hmm. Pushman Seven, obviously being the one I'm adding this week. Um, Born, I really liked the like jazzy, like kind of guitar oh, riff yeah. on that. Mm-hmm. Made me think of a TKO by Teddy Prendergast. Prendergast. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see it. I see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, lovely. Um, yeah. I thought it was a great album. I w- yeah. I wish I was there last week, but um, I wish you were there. Circumstances too. <laughs> meant I couldn't be. Um, yeah. But there we go. There I mean, go. yeah, there's some, there's some super serious highs. Um, I was going to say, what do you think? Just, yeah, but also you put Pusher Man. Mm. Is that your favourite song then? I don't know if it's my favourite song. I think I just like the kind of two-part um, of it. I enjoy, obviously, the shout-out to Curtis Mayfield. Um, mm. And I think, I just, yeah, I think it's just so smooth, the chorus. Yeah, the chorus is just kind yeah. of smooth. Um it really yeah. is. It really Nothing is. more dangerous than a black man with intelligence. Even Wait, so what is your favorite song? Just relevant. Um, just, just, just out of curiosity. Mm. Let me think. I enjoyed Pusher Man's definitely top three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked <coughs> Nappy. Okay. Um, Definitely very like Kendrick Lamar. I'm sure you would have said this on the episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah Kendrick Lamar inspired. <laughs> uh, very, the whole yeah. album is very Kendrick as well. I enjoyed yeah. the production on Together. Sounded to me like a very like something clear soul like inflow beyond. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you said that as well. We're so... In, we're so I actually like, didn't say that, but yeah. There we go. Um, but yeah, those are three kind of tracks I really enjoyed. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, cool. That's it. That's the one to get for. Sorry. And your then song. My then song. Uh, good question. Oof, my then song. Try, uh, picking between a couple today, I'm not really sure which to go for. Um, I think the uh, song I'm going to put on is um, Wesley's Theory. Okay, nice. Yeah. And I think that turned seven not long ago. Yeah. So, good shout. Um, my now song is Never Give Up by Chronics, mm-hmm. uh, produced by Influ. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, uh, and my then song is North North uh, by Vince Stable. Yeah, love it. Faithful Scorn. Yeah, I'm in my Vince Stable's bag. Yeah, this that week. track. Yeah, is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a- so absolutely amazing song. So yeah, go and check it out. Uh, yeah, that's it. Gonna be it from us. Uh, next week, don't know what we're doing. Probably, probably gonna be an album review. Yeah. Back on our bullshit. The gang's back but, together um, yeah. though. Don't you worry. <laughs> Things are back to normal. So, um, yeah, so we're back to the usual. Got a couple of albums. I know there's yeah. been a, quite a few that have dropped quite a few bangers recently, obviously, um, that we need to kind of yeah. tap into. So, no, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Cool. Yeah. But yeah. Till we'll then. Be back next week. See you next week.